Good afternoon, and welcome back to the Academy Awards, 90 Years Young. A brief look at a short history of African-American directors may open a few eyes about the movies and African-Americans that are looked at not as keenly as other films and their directors. Let's go back to 2013 for some historical perspective. The number one film at the box office that weekend in 2013 was no real surprise. It was Thor, The Dark World, and it held on to that spot until its second week, adding another $38 million, bringing its total to $138 million. The real surprise of that weekend, however, was the showing of Best Man's Holiday, which racked up a tidy $31 million, despite the 15-year gap between sequels. In fact, it nearly surpassed the entire box office hall of the original The Best Man of $34 million in its opening weekend alone. That's a big win for director Malcolm D. Lee, sadly one of the few successful African-American directors in Hollywood. In fact, with the success of The Best Man Holiday, Lee leaps to number seven all-time among African-American directors in terms of total lifetime box office. Here's the top ten for African-American directors and what their films have made. Ask yourself, should what they do and what they produce be taken more seriously when it comes to the acclaimed Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences? Number 10, Carl Franklin, $145 million. Number 9, Lee Daniels, $164 million. Number 8, Allen and Albert Hughes, $178 million. Number 7, Malcolm D. Lee, $208 million and growing. Number 6, F. Gary Gray, $370 million. Number 6 also, Antoine Fuqua, $380 million. Number 5, a name you might know, Spike Lee, $374 million. Number 4, Keenan Ivory Wayans, $400 million. Number 3, John Singleton, $465 million. Number 2, Tim Story, $490 million. And number 1, should be no surprise, the multifaceted, multi-talented, and always demanding, Tyler Perry, $674 million. That's it. A black director today could make one $145 million grossing film and break the top 10 all time. In the top 307 directors of all time, based on lifetime box office gross, there are only 10 black directors represented. That's a travesty. How about black female directors? Can you name the highest grossing female black director of all time? Think about it. Think about it real hard. Can you even think of one black female director? The highest grossing black female director of all time is Angela Robinson, who has amassed a whopping $66 million over her career. 99% of that gross came from one movie and one movie alone, Herbie, fully loaded. The only other black female director, remember this is back in 2013 now, to even have a $60 million lifetime gross over her entire career is Gina Prince Blythewood, who directed The Awesome Love and Basketball. What does that say about Hollywood? It says, to be a black director, 
is a lonely place, but to, e- to be a female black director, an even lonelier place. The black directors of each of those movies, along with their non-white actors, have been virtually shut out. In 2014, Steve McQueen, a brother, and Brad Pitt shared Best Picture Award-winning awards for Best Picture, 12 Years a Slave, which for many was a groundbreaking experience since it was the first time a black man was officially involved with a Best Picture honor. That same year, Lupita Nyong'o, born in Mexico City and raised in Kenya, how's that for diversity? One for Best Supporting Actress. I believe it took a year for the powers that be of the Academy to figure out they may have, do, may have to do some tweaking to keep their filter where it has been for years. Just understand the breakdown of the diversity that is the Academy. There are 6,000 members, 94% are white, 77% male and older than 62, 14% younger than 50. Black filmmakers make up 2% of the membership of the Academy, 2%, and women are virtually non-existent as of 2016. The idea, although not too deep-seated for years, was and is to keep out too many colorful possibilities. I'm just saying. Numbers, as they say, never lie. With 90 years of awards, let's do the math. Almost 500 awards have been given away since 1927. In the 90 years, African Americans have won, wait for it, a total of 36 If that's not a whiteout, I don't know how you characterize a whiteout. Years ago, what I'm about to propose was not really conceivable. With all due respect to the BET Awards, the NAACP Image Awards, and even the Golden Globe Awards, we need a credible alternative award show for justice. That would be just us. A closing quote, and I quote, you got to make your own way. You got to find a way. You got to get it done. It's hard. It's tough. That's what I tell my students every day in class. I've been fortunate. Some people might call me a hardhead, but I'm not going to let other people dictate to me who I should be or the stories I should tell. That doesn't register with me. End quote. That was the opinionated and unreserved Spike Lee. Ebony Contrarian, out.